From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are. And this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those films off our lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter at LalondeJeremy, or check out my website, JeremyLalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, and leave a comment on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping to get more ears tuning in. And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 259, and today I'm joined by comedy power couple Naomi Sneekus and Matt Barham of Barham and Sneekus. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch A Pocket Full of Miracles. I'm Jeremy. I have not seen this film, and I kind of know nothing about it. Although I think I've heard the title, I'm sure. So, so, and I'm here with... Hi, I'm Naomi Sneekus. Matt Barham, and uh, yeah, we are eating popcorn, and we're going to watch Apocryphal of Miracles. I have, I have not seen it either. Right, and, you, and you both suggested it. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I suggested it. I have seen it. He's really okay. crushed out on, um, on Pe- Peter, uh, Peter Falk. Falk. Yeah, that's the only thing I know is Peter Falk's in it. Yeah. So that's I'm excited a, about that's that. That's a good thing to know about it, yeah. But he also like watched it, came to bed, and he was like, I've made a horrible mistake watching that movie without you. So that's all I know about it. So I about. wanted to make sure... Naomi saw it because <laughs> you're really forcing her to so, see it. I don't even think there's a podcast. I think that this is just your way of making me see a movie that you want me to see. If that's all it is, then it's a success. <laughs> yes, yeah. and we get to hang out with Jeremy Lalonde. Yeah, yeah, I actually do a podcast where I'm not recording this just mm-hmm. because why? <laughs> you're not good just conversationalists. No. no, 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 no. Yeah, this it is goes driver. Miserable time. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I'll ask Naomi. Okay. I per- so what do you know about this movie? That. There are a bunch of miracles that come in somebody's pocket. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible description. Uh, oh, there's a guy that walks around and he sprinkles what miracles. What is War and Peace about? Oh my gosh, so much strife and like fighting. Yeah, and then, and they, then they get easy times. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so yeah, well what do you what do you know about it? I don't know anything. Like if you if I just heard the title, because when you first mentioned it, you mentioned the title, and then I think we got into a Peter Falk conversation. And for me the title sounds very much like something from the 30s or 40s. Uh-huh. It has... So, if, did you know that it was a movie back then? Oh, no. So, it's a, is it a remake? It's a remake. That makes sense. Uh-huh. It, but it, it feels like a Frank wait. Capra title. It totally is a Frank Capra Is title. this a remake or is there another remake? This is the remake. Oh. This is the remake, but I think they could totally remake it. Again? Now. Okay. Yeah. Are you casting? What's, what's the well, year? Well, let's, we got to watch it before we and cast it. And then we it. cast it. Okay, you're right. I can't... What am I doing? The year of the um, movie. It's this movie or the... 60? I don't know. It's like some somewhere around. I, I purposely try to. I, it's okay. so rare. I go in blind. Oh, wow, you're blind. Okay, let's not. So talk I decided about not fun. to not to look into anything because I want to oh, go. In. It's okay. so much fun to do that. Yes, and Peter Falk goes around. Goes. Uh, let me just ask you one more thing. That's that Columbo. Happened. Okay, that's okay. a different thing. But yeah, and he's like, my wife, and he's like that guy. Like, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's the original. My wife. Ah, that's where that yeah, came from. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen actually <laughs> went and saw Columbo going. You know, my wife, and then he went, my life. It's just the trajectory of that so 
that's what this is. This is oh my god, Sasha I'm Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen sprinkling miracles from his pocket. So we've let's already do we've this. already cast the sequel or the remake. Right. No, let's make it a sequel. Let's have it take. Sure. <laughs> well, let's see if it needs a sequel. Oh, fair enough. All right. So we'll be right back to let you know our, our thoughts on a remake, reboot, sequel, or maybe a prequel. We don't know. Ooh, and if like you that. are hearing this, it's because we're having popcorn, and you're probably going to want to go make some popcorn yourself. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. We just finished. Pocket full of miracles. And, and Naomi has questions. Okay, I have some questions. This is one that came up. Is Do you think that originated the dude? Oh, like the dude oh, from The Big Lebowski? Yeah. That's interesting. I, f- I feel like that was probably a common nickname amongst... Really? So the part of Americana. I don't know. I'm going to have... This is the dude. This is the jerk. This is the funny person. Like, everybody got... Who's the jerk? You pointed at me. I'm so sorry. I was like... <laughs> Steve Martin, I would nicknames. say, like, the, the weirdo, no, the you jerk. You pointed at me. I think you're yeah, part, you pointed at a man and said funny person, which he folks, is, and you pointed at me and said jerk. I'm you know just... what? It's random. It's random. Anyway, this random. is one of my questions. Was that I was thinking that was... The, and I'd be curious about the Cohen brother. Yeah. That's Cohen brothers, right? I love that that's the... Your first impression. Okay. That said, though, here's the thing: is like, I watched this and I'm like, just knowing like the way that the Coens like one of one of the tools in their like oeuvre is like screwball comedies. Mm-hmm. Like this if someone was gonna remake out. remake it, like they oh, could do a oh version of this, right? So do you do think, they, having seen it, that it should be remade? I mean, do the Coen brothers listen to your podcast? Because if they do, of course they do. Okay, so if they do, think about it. Yeah, Mister mm-hmm. Mrs. Coens. Um, no, I, I, it's beautiful. It's exactly what you said. It's like, uh, it's like the, uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, it does. A, it reminds me of it's Very a wonderful similar. life. Mm. Uh, and I think it, it could be considered a Christmas movie. Well, Even though Christmas it's, trees. we don't see any It's Christmas, Christmas adjacent. No, there were Christmas trees. Well, the... it takes place in December, right? And yeah. people are running around shopping with their parcels. Yeah. And there's holly Christmas on the adjacent. dude's jacket. All you got to do is make this take place on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And you yeah. got a new classic. And it's Christmas. Look, it's snowing. Snowing. Yeah, or New Year's or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, want, I, I would like a sequel. Oh, a sequel? What do you want to happen oh, to the sequel? Because so, what happens? she goes back and... Well, no, there's we, money we, now, can right? Can we ruin the movie? What's that? Can we ruin You can, Yeah, you can ruin Okay. But sh- there's money now, right? So she has money? Doesn't the dowry come with money? And no, the that? dowry is to go to the kids. But doesn't she get any, you know, a little... No, I don't think so. Oh, no, the dowry is meant to go for like the kids so they have something to start with. But okay. it, it seems like the dude's gonna, that he's going to look after her from now on. Right. I see them going back to that town in... Uh, Minnesota, is Minnesota? it? Minnesota? Uh... Mm. Well, yeah, and, and that, uh, you know, in the, in the farmhouse, and, the, and they bring her, they bring Apollani with Because psychologically, she's on a whirlwind. Like, yeah. going to, like, I mean, you need to know, does she just go back, oh, like, you owe me a dollar, and now all the, the, the charges have gone up. But it's not that easy to go from Cinderella back to... No. You want to you see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... that's well, I mean... Eliza Doolittle... Never went back to selling flowers as a maid, right? 
That's, that's the much darker version of the sequel. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like watching her go back to well, the Well, she street. has to go back, and she has to put her tiara down, and she has to get back into that, yeah, yeah. that little apartment that she lived in. So anyway, I want to see what Betty Davis does. I feel that. like that you don't want to... That's not a happy ending. <laughs> no. This is exactly where the movie should end, to be a comedy. <laughs> right, right. Yes, right. Yes. So, yeah, she goes back to the streets. Right, that's and how it is. And we see her hanging up her pearls There's, and putting on her rags. It, it's interesting, like watching this. I kept on like nowadays. If you were to remake this, she'd have to come clean. She'd like, have to come clean. Like the sure, idea yeah. that they get away with it and she mm. never has to own up to it. And then the modern version of this would have to be her coming clean, them not caring, and her going back with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. There did, yeah, and right. her daughter now taking care of her the way she always sent her money, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that that all that good stuff she did for years is now paid off in full in its yes. full circle, right? Yes. But this ending is Deceive, deceive. It's yeah, it's deceive yeah. and it's kinda dark when you think about it. It's yeah. like she's oh. going back to the streets. She's going back to and the, the streets. And the daughter yeah. is none the wiser. No. It's a sad ending. I okay, <laughs> tell me what this tells you about me. <laughs> Tell me about myself. But, like, I actually thought there was going to be a twist where the daughter was, like, part of a hustle. Wow. Like a twist. Yeah. That, uh, what would be the the hustle was that, like, look, my mom lives in this fancy hotel. We're going to go. We're going to take all her money. You pretend your account. We'll hire this guy to be your dad. Ultimate catfish. Yeah. Yes. It's, like, the earliest catfish ever. That's that's the remake. That's how you do it. Right. And then they're all But then poor. Anne Margaret was such a sweetie, you couldn't possibly But it, it, it's gr- her first movie. Is that right? It's right. Is it okay? Her first movie. Yeah. Yeah, I looked up a little trivia near wow. the end we were watching. She's Sean. Yeah. Um, that's a great way to do a remake, is that they're all cons and they're all like low lives at the it's end. A but they, but dirty you know, Rotten Misery Scandals. Loves Company. Yeah, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Right. Misery Loves Company, yeah. Yep, yep. I love the, uh, the, the sequence with the chain of command. And the blame game yes, they were yeah. playing with the city officials and like the commissioner getting it from the mayor and the mayor getting it from the the editor yeah. and, the, and, and the senator. Passing it uh, all down. Or the governor. So we don't, I love that we don't get to see whatever the dude like orchestrated behind the scenes. Yeah. He's the cleanest mobster I mean, you just ever. want him to, to take over. Well, he's got that apple. He's got yeah, the, apple. the most apple. expensive apple by the end of it. Right. Yeah. Right. So what is... The what big is... apple, everybody. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, nice. I mean, Very good. Yeah. What do well, you we think... we don't see him killing anybody, but if he's mafia... No, he says no guns. No, He's I big know. on no that's, guns. You yeah, don't need he, guns you just You gotta pay neck. for the permits. It's just, yeah. too, it's just too dirty. <laughs> so what do you think the um, Pocket Full of Miracles is? It titled well, that's it. what it's gonna take. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's. I think it's just... I think, honestly, if I'm being optimistic, the miracle is just people being decent. Right. Like, because that's right. what it is at the end. They all come to the party because like, he probably tells them the truth. He tells them the story. But that was not clear. That was not a clear... Did I miss that? Did but he kind of says, he says, I'm just going to tell... He says, well, someone says, I don't know if it's... Um, uh, I keep wanting to say her... Queenie. I think... Yeah, at it, some point, one of them says, why don't we just tell the truth? They say something about, why don't we just tell them the truth? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then... Tell the cops the truth of what's going on. But there wasn't that moment of everybody leaning in for that story that made it clear that he's telling the truth. I don't know. There was just sort of a weird, vague... You talking about the commissioner? Yeah. When he's trying to come clean? 
No, when when the dude was gonna come clean, he's like, I'm uh, just yeah, gonna the, tell the you the truth. The dude's coming clean to the commissioner. Yes, yes. Yeah, gotcha. And you just didn't feel like that was. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Because I we didn't, we didn't see, we didn't confused. see the scene where dude comes clean to the um, police in everyone to the yeah. Yeah, to the editors right. and the governor. Right. Uh, because that's the scene we don't get to see because it's a surprise that we get the mayor and everybody being at the party. It would have helped me to have all those white dudes with the mustaches lined up with name tags because I really didn't know. One You're doing them bits. <laughs> Sorry. You're doing bits. Did you? I mean, I really couldn't I tell the difference. I mean, all. yeah, they're all they're all like the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That old white guy behind the desk saying, "Listen to me." <laughs> They were all, they all looked the same to you. They did, yeah. And in fact, get a little older and I'll be like, hey, were you in that movie? Oh, because I have a mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I liked it though. And Peter Falk was a dream. Ah, he was so great. The bits. And the, and the, I also want to know the name of the, um, the I bio. got my own problems over here. It's <laughs> yeah. my favorite what line. What's his, his name? Joy Boy? Joy Boy, yeah. Joy Boy, which is sort of a planet because he's always miserable. Yeah. So great, um, and he he always played hoods for the beginning of his career. He he played all of these hoods because you know, yeah, I'm super into Peter Falk these days. Yeah, and he was in Murder Inc. He was playing all mobsters, and it wasn't until later, until even to like that's why he got so into Columbo because he got to play the other side of the law. Right, but he still played him like a bit of a, a schlub, a schlub. A but gangster. he was so energetic in this. Like Columbo's so understated of like yeah, he's he's you know, one yeah. more thing he's this calmed down like, there he's yeah. what he's he's zany in it he's zany yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and the butler I don't know what his name is uh, Hodgson was it Hodgson yeah Hodgson's like he's that? hilarious that moment where they're trying to figure out who Annie's husband should be oh, yeah. and it cuts to him I was like oh that's a great idea and yeah. he's like, no. no 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 <laughs> but I just love <laughs> yeah. he does that for a second he's like because you believe that as a as a potential that the story could go in this I direction. I thought that for sure. And then you thought that because then they went over to Colombo and well, you when went, they went to no! Falcon, I'm like, I'm like, what a great yes, idea. Yeah. You love because that. he's well, because I was just trying to picture him having to play the part. Mm-hmm. As a, and then, of course, what the movie does, they actually just find someone who already fits the role. Who is fantastic. Which, it's still, he was great. Yeah. But for me, I was just like, oh, that's delicious. Yeah. Let's watch yeah. Peter yeah. Falk pretend yeah. to not be this character we've been watching the whole movie. Oh, yeah, and then be that. like uh, a high society, like, uh, you know, like somebody yeah. who's Because able then to he, like, it. doubles the Eliza Doodlittle. That's right? what, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, that's hilarious to me. And then huh. I was a little disappointed I didn't get to see that. But. Yeah. I love the the judge character. He was great. Oh my Me God. too. And and I think he's in It's a Wonderful Life too. Really? Um, well, Capra likes to reuse people. Yeah, so. I think he's in that too. Yeah, like uh, so many of these are just those great old character actors. The guy that played uh, we only had he only had that one scene. The guy that played the big uh, the big criminal. Um, Darcy. Oh yeah, the big hood Darcy. Yeah, guy. he was in Guys and Dolls. Oh yeah, see, yeah, the, he was Harry the Horse. I think. What? What? Yeah, was he Harry the Horse? Yeah, that he was one of the guys. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I also love in that moment. They made a Harry the Horse reference. Both, yeah, they did. Both their sunglasses were just a little askew. Did you notice that? Just when no, they were having that didn't. big I meeting. I know, I noticed stuff like that. I loved how like the detail of how big that room was compared to the size, the of, the size of the truck bothered me. But I love that the, the detail of 
like liquid moving and just the chandelier shaking mm. a little bit. Like someone was out there pushing the yes. set. Great yes, yes, set. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. I loved the nightclub during the day. Oh my god! With yes, all the yes. lights up. I loved the uh, Annie's apartment. Her little flop that. It's where she hunts during hunting season or whatever. Yes. Oh, yeah, so keeps great. it from hunting season. She was great. Betty Davis? So good. Where was this in her career? Like Maybe. near the end. Like this is 61, right? Oh. So this is Capper's okay. last film. Mm-hmm. And it's also a remake of a movie he made in 1933. So he... He remade his own movie. He made his own. Okay. I knew it was a remake. And he hated it. He hated, he hated Pocket Full of Miracles. Yeah. The only thing he liked about it was Peter Falk. Really? Yeah. He thinks it was a disappointment. It didn't work. And I think it was just that he didn't enjoy the process. It sounds like it was not a pleasant set. Yeah. But what I understand is that uh, Glenn Ford came in to help make the movie happen with it because he became an associate producer on it. But in order for him to do it, he had to recast the female ingenue lead. Yeah. He forced them to hire Hope Lang. Hope Lang. Who played Queenie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they were trying, originally they were trying to get like, uh, Sinatra. Sinatra was going to play yes. the dude or Dean Martin, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which, I think he just saw it as a different movie in his mind. Yeah. But the thing is, is it, 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 it works. holds up. No, that's just it. It's, like, it's one of those yeah. situations where, I mean, there's stories like that that, uh, you know, Woody Allen back in the day asked United Artists to not release Manhattan because he thought it was terrible. Are you serious? He says, I'll do a movie for free if you never, if you let that movie just like sit in a vault. Wow. But there's so many of those times where directors, you know, they had a certain movie in their head. It didn't turn out the way they wanted it to, but it still works. It's just, it's never going to work for them because it, it, they failed in what they were trying to achieve. Their vision wasn't the same. Yeah. And you know, it partially, uh, Potentially because they there was such negative energy on set. Probably when on Manhattan because the leads didn't talk to each other. No, and Glenn Ford and and Biddy Davis didn't get along at all. Oh, they hated each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so to, if you're oh, around so that then, negative energy, you're constantly having to like yeah. placate everybody, and it's like you just want that to go away. Yeah, I it's no fun. And that's what was his last film. So I don't know if it was the thing that is like he just didn't want to do it again at that point. He was oh, too old. And he was just like ugh. So it's sad yeah. to know that. You would think that he they would out. rally around and be like, you know what? Let's do this for Frank. Like they did. Let's do this for Apple Annie. Like the cast would like, let's get along. Let's and yet like, they didn't. Yet. <laughs> nope. Right? Ego. Yeah. Ego. Ego's, well, because Glenn Ford, I guess, apparently was telling everyone that he demanded they cast Bette Davis as a comeback picture. And she called him a shitheel for insisting that she needed a comeback picture. Mm. Wow. So a lot of... Uh, but but the nice great. thing is that like, for me, like... I was just kind of like reading a little bit of that just while we were watching because I was, I, I was so in love with the movie. I was just curious about oh, any, okay, any sure. stories that we oh, could talk yeah. about. But like none of that shows up in the movie. It's such nope. a fun, infectious yeah. movie. Like the cast, it's just, I love big ensembles. Me too. But it's just like the writing here where all these characters have such, are so defined. Yes. By by the writing, like from the butler to the the two sidekicks, Junior and, and Joy Boy, and yeah. him, it's just everything. It's just I love Junior too. Great delightful. character. So I wish silly. I could be upset, but I just don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he says. Let's do those bows again. Oh, like he's just you, Rod's over here. <laughs> She's and he's. That's my favorite scene uh, where where they're te- where they're teaching the hoods how to be that to bow. Oh my god. Yeah, and the guy that's in like, Mita. 
I'm from Mita. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What Mita, do you mean? You're from Mita. Mita. Utah, Mita. I don't know. There are so many great bits. <laughs> like, everybody who had a line made it a thing. That's he, just it. Keep putting my head in my pocket where there is no pocket. That's right. <laughs> but And even when you meet his junior's brother for that one bit, like, you, he gets one yeah. line about their ma, and it's like, Ma said you're not allowed to hit me anymore. It's like, you get a whole history of their yes, relationship yes. with that one yeah, line. Yeah, totally, yes. Yeah. And he, it's weird, because, like, he did spend these great little, he gave everybody a little moments yeah little close-up moments and uh you know even that guy with the uh who didn't want to be the secretary of the interior because it's like a secretary <laughs> right. is a secretary That's right. like okay you could be the postmaster but like that was a fun little moment for him yeah um, yeah, because that's how stars up. were born too, right? They'd be like, "Remember that one line guy? Well, let's make a movie around him now." But even like he got, yeah, he got that follow but his mom being in prison. Yeah, that that oh, that yeah. thing. You're right. He got so much coverage for that. Like, why did they need that line? Did it was you just think such about a that? Beautiful line. Like watching this, going like, "Oh, how did that make it into the script?" Like, oh, yeah. yeah. How did that like in the pacing of it? Like, it's a pretty slow moving movie. Here's the thing. I mean, you could like, even the whole dowry sequence. Like, he brings it up and then he fixes it in the next scene. Like, mm. you could cut that whole yes. thing out. Yes, yes, yes. But it's delightful. Yeah. I saved you fifty grand. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, it's like, oh, what? Why, what? Well, no. If the yeah. money was gonna go to pay off the other hood then it would have made sense to keep it in the movie. You're right. It doesn't need to be in the movie. But, you know, uh, because the big shot wanted a hundred grand to be, to join the syndicate, so that could have paid off the syndicate and worked out that way. But See, yeah. that was a bit confusing. Are yeah, we writing yeah. Frank Capra's I know. But it's interesting that the one... Well, no, that's okay. It's not perfect. Um, but to that point, like, because it, it goes from like, oh, we got to get back to this guy right away. He's going to murder us. Like they they don't get back to the guy for almost a week, right? By the I mean we, right. we never even see him. He and, and you know very we, patient, living in the back of a truck. For yeah, a yeah and, right. we, and we get the sense that he's not going to right. By the end, he's going to go and, and go to Minnesota with Queenie. Yeah, yes. right. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, he kidnapped two guys, and they're like, "That is hush hush." The two yeah, you were drunk for three That's days. You weren't kidnapped. You were drunk. I know. They're like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, another miracle. There was a bunch of miracles that would. I if you had a bunch money. of miracles, where would you put them? I thought. The pocket full of miracles was the money that she was collecting. That that yeah, that he paid her for the apples, and because he pay, he paid for these uh, you could apples out it. of his heart, that that he got all of these uh, miracles that unfolded. Yeah. I don't know. You I could would have called loved... it like Lucky Apple. There's so many different titles that. Or just Apple Annie. Apple Annie. Yeah. Yeah, because the original was called Lady for a Day. Hmm. Oh yeah. Um, it would have been interesting to see to play. I I I I, I say this and yet I, I I wouldn't want to see this. I think, like the idea of like if his superstitions are real and if like, if there was a moment where he well, didn't yeah. give the apple and something bad happened. They sort of leaned towards that, and then she threw the apple at the window. Like I thought, oh, this is because he didn't treat the other folks very nicely, so that he was going to get payback and little bit of a lesson there but that it didn't well he goes back because of it right he's like he's not gonna go off to that meeting without his apple right but she's basically saying you're not getting this apple until you fucking earn it yeah and you don't earn it until that daughter is married and Annie's happy mm-hmm. and what happened to Howard who's Howard the guy that she was supposed to Queenie was supposed to marry oh the cafeteria you guy know, like, that we didn't see we didn't see that whole I feel like that was a whole ruse right I think oh, that, I, was alive. oh I don't think there was a Howard oh 
So she made up the the fact oh, yeah. that he was going to run away with her. And why did the woman who was um who was sign, doing sign language? Oh, she was great. All but, those people were great. But why did she need to do sign language? Because because it was only for folks that. Uh, for the people in the audience who can't speak English, ah, I mean, say English. <laughs> well, she was I, she was like a, she was mute. She was unable to. Speak. But but, yeah, but, but no. she, who is she signing for? Is, is the enemy's question? Oh, because when you can't speak, yeah, yeah, go on. You and your friends come up with like a language you. Oh, can so she was speak. signing for her friends. Oh, and to they understood her. But she was talking over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she was interrupting a big time. No, that cast. I I. I would have liked it to see... It felt like there were some authentic uh, people with disabilities in there. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to see the like the transformation. Like, it wasn't as specific, but seeing, like, the guy that was on his, um, like, a, was on a bowling board, cart right? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they made him into a general or something like that. But, like, I wanted... Didn't they well, say that? Well, you wanted the, the, the street people to have... I wanted a, a specific. Like, because he's on, he's been... He's somebody who's disabled... He went through the war, and that justifies how he's now at the big fancy party. And gotcha. the guy that was, um, I don't know, who else was in there? The guy that was with the glasses, was he? I don't know. But just find reasons that they all have their debutante lifestyle. Mm. Anyway, that's my remake version of it. Yeah. Do you, do you guys have casting there, for the remake? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. What do you got? Before we get into that, the okay. one thing I want to talk just when we get, there's one thing that bothered me that you'd have to touch on in the remake is that it's like for the first hour of the movie probably you know Annie's portrayed as a woman who's probably going to die very soon very soon she has a dilapidating debilitating debilitating alcohol issue yeah she's got mental illness so they do this remake. Also, love the the very quick little nod to the to the homosexual man. I loved that. And yeah. nobody makes a thing out of it. You it can't go like, in there. The women are changing. Oh, we know. Yeah, right. It's, it's just like yeah, you, and, and you can how, go in there. And how like I can go in there. Bereft he was when he left. That oh whole my God, that army of them just being so <laughs> beaten exhausted up. from giving a oh, makeover. Yeah. So great. But so she has this debilitating alcoholism, and then just. Gone like that. Gone. No, 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 no uh, shakes. No shakes. No like issues. When he says like you have to stop, I'll stop. Oh well, then it's fine. I yeah. kind of feel like the the title "Lady for a Day" works, and I wonder in Frank Capra's mind if his movie didn't have her dying at the end. Because the original that that makes way more sense. So she's still a lady even for if her she's like to on... have this experience with her daughter. Oh, that's a way better ending. To have everything she oh, ever and then wanted, she dies. and then and then because she's sick, right? She's dying. Oh yeah, and you set it up in the beginning. You have one more drink and it's yes. over. Yes. <laughs> but she's still a lady if she lives on the streets. I think that's the happy ending. That's like, let's go get more money, and I think she got what she wanted for her daughter. Her or, daughter thinks well of her, and right. then she died. I mean, that's not a bad ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't call that movie pocket full of miracles. No, but maybe it's a miracle that she lived for that happiest moment of my life. Right. You yeah. know, that's like the um, oh, what's the guy? The guy that made um, he uh, Julian Moore was in it. He kind of does these uh, modern day, like older style movies. Todd, Todd Haynes, is that okay, right? all right. I, I think. Um, anyway, Boogie Nights. 
Not Boogie Nights. That's that's Paul Thomas Anderson. But um, that's that's, that, that's, that's, that's that version where it's like a darker version of like these older she have, movies. Does, does she have a cognitive decline in that? The Julianne Moore one? No, I. Uh, it's the what's it called? Um, oh gosh, I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Uh, far from, no something from heaven. Something. From, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, the, uh, the the movie kind of for me it does remind me of a Christmas movie though. Yes. And so it, because it, it takes place in December, you can't kill the main character off. No, but she could just gently go to sleep. Like you could have like right, right. that kind of. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah, you, she you was can make dead. it nice. Or maybe she was dead all along. She was an angel. Oh, interesting. Oh, I don't like that. I hate that. All right, never mind, Zeus. That was a draft. Everybody relax. Okay. Uh, I I also think that there was room for um, the recognition that she has to go back to her other life. And it was like a little bit of a... Far From Heaven is the movie I'm thinking. Oh, thank you. Oh, Far From Heaven. That's the one... Okay. Because it's not... I mean, it, you have to admit that this kind of thing, <laughs> like, it's there's very a reason happy. people, it's very happy, and sure, everybody. It's melodrama, it's melodrama, right? Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. It's really just a fun popcorn movie that makes you feel good yes. about life. Because they're all, like, doing it for altruistic reasons, right? And that's what's kind of beautiful about it. Yeah, the cops aren't corrupt, the mayor isn't there for votes he's not gonna ball out the commissioner the gangsters are gonna do something nice out of their own the kindness of their own heart i thought when they couldn't get past the cops after they'd been practicing their bows i thought they were like how are we gonna get past them oh i know everybody resort to your like like uh, pedestrian clothing go past them none the wiser disrobe their pedestrian clothing into their diamonds and tiaras and off to the party yeah so they can cross oh. that. So they get away with it because they're they're just blending in. Mm-hmm. What did they say? Like right before their eyes, like um, stealing. I don't know what the expression is. Stealing something right before their eyes. Oh, yeah. hiding in plain sight. There you go. Yeah, I do like, and and this is just like similar to all the Capra things. I just love like the barreling on of just like problems and stakes and yeah. just it's just you mm-hmm. you sit there going. Oh my! I remember I was sitting there while going. He's got to get back to that guy. Like, this, yeah. like stop interrupting him. Yes. I want to see him go back to the guy. Yes. Joy Boy. Yeah. Well, yes. that's just it. And Joy, so Joy Boy is that he's you know, that character reminder. is there to remind, remind you right. of the stakes, right? Yeah. But and, uh, but you cast Peter Falk and it, it's just delightful. It's yeah, that's so right. When he yeah. bites that glass. Oh yeah. my god! The first drink he's but had he in five years. Has, it's been five years. Like that extra little bit of detail. That feels like an that's improv. Right. That's right. The five years. Well, no, they have him drinking milk in a previous scene. Oh right, right, right. In a martini, like that's a martini. Right. Glass. Yeah, yeah. So that's him probably building that himself. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But the, the fact that it does raise the stakes in a minor way too. It's like you're gonna make this guy drink. He's been sober for five years. I wonder how, how much of Falk's little things were improv or how much were scripted. Well, it did feel mm-hmm. like the dude was, like, improvising a bunch. Like, he messed up a line. He did, like, he messed up his Bridges line. And he flubbed it. And he was like, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm... Like, he was sort of, like, just yeah. going. It you didn't can tell feel... some of those scenes he must have just done over and over. Yeah. And he was really losing his voice. Oh, especially that when he's was. with the group. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's he he like his he's rifling through that dialogue. Oh my god! He's got so much to so say, much and to the script say. is so long. 
Uh, they must have just said faster, faster, faster. But we needed him to keep the pace up because otherwise, big time. Yeah. Well, the pace is like, like it's like two fifteen the movie, but and it feels long enough. But it it moves like there's not a yeah. Even though there are scenes you could trim things out, there's a little subplot. Yeah. But I'm like, it's all delightful. It's all so fun. It's in great. Yeah. Like, there's it's no, so there's fun. no boring moment in this movie. No, and and you know, it is a comedy. But poor uh, Betty Davis. Every scene she's in, she's it's heartfelt. She's crying. Right. She's, yeah. The stakes are so high for her with her daughter. Yeah. And uh, and those scenes have to be in there because it's the real stakes of the movie. Yeah. It's not about Glenn Ford and and the dude and his, you know, and the miracles that he's creating. It's uh, and his whatever the the feeling he gets in his gut. It's about the daughter, right? I did feel at one point that. When they were playing pool, the, the, whatever, the mayor, is that what his name was? No, not the mayor. Judge. The judge. Uh, when they were playing pool, I'm like, why isn't Betty Davis doing this scene? Well, that, that my, my other complaint was that it's like she and, and Queenie disappear for far too long. Yeah, yeah. It's like there was, they, they, especially because they started them off, it felt like so much their movie. Yes. It felt like mm. a three-hander between the two of them and uh, Glenn Ford's character. Yeah. And then... It, I mean, it, it really becomes an ensemble, but it just disappeared from them where it's just like, oh, give them more to do. Like, they're so great. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. So when they had that big fight in that room. That was delightful. The, the, the bedroom. It's a great fight where there's just like no oh holds barred. But they are a couple. Yeah. So you, you they have really the license to do that. In real life? Yeah. And he, he got her the part. Oh. He, he wouldn't do it without bringing her on. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and she was great. Um, yeah, that was intense, that scene. Like, he's yeah. ripping her clothes and throwing her around. I felt like it was just one of the... They, they set it up, and it was... He's like, this is how I would have done it. It's like, this is safe. You can throw this. You can, like, just... Mm-hmm. Here's all the different stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. you can do in, uh-huh. in the thing. If, and, or just do a blog. And it's like, oh, we might want to top of a bed. It's like, great. Let's put a mat in the other side of the bed. Like, and then let's just, safe. just follow them. Like, yeah. don't, we're not going to get coverage of this. Let's We'll have another scene to cut it in and out of if we need to. Yeah. And then That's after they, they did that, it's like, all right, well, now we'll shoot a master where Joy Boy comes in and because the room is already fucking wrecked. We're not going right. to... Or, because to reset that... Oh, my God. And that scene in a remake, it's a love scene. They make, they have, they, they make love. Right, it's yeah. not as violent. Don't you think? No, well, well no, you got they, the sense that they were starting to. Yeah, well, yeah, you just got the but it hint of it, like, they kissed. But, but it wasn't, today. like, tender. Like, it was, like, he was on her, and he was not, like, it wasn't uh, consensual no. necessarily. Not necessarily, no. Mm. Uh, I had I did a scene mm. once when um, they, uh, they gave me a, a studio, and I had to show somebody what it was like to be a rock star, and I was allowed to trash it. It was one of the most fun things I've ever done. Like, I was breaking a guitar on a mirror. I was crashing things. I was breaking up a feather pillow. It really... Uh, you don't get a second chance. You don't get a second chance for that. But they should have, like, rock star rooms that you're allowed to rent. Well, you can do that. You can, they have, like, the, this, well, the... I can't remember what they're called, but you can... Yeah, that's literally a thing you can do. Where you can, like, you pay money to, and you can go and destroy things in a room. I can't remember what it's called, really? but... It's a great thing to do. Uh, I want to call it this destruction room, but it's like they give you a certain set of things, and if you want extra, you can be like, "I want to destroy a computer." They're like, "Great, I'll get your computer to <laughs> well, destroy." They, they get crap ones, but it's like you can have a baseball bat, you get gloves, and what's it called? It's uh, dest- I want to say destruction room. Yeah, I think you, I think if it's called that, it makes perfect sense. It's a real, it's a real thing though. It's something you can do. 
I maybe remember, it's called a like venting room where you just like vent room. all your frustrations. I think yeah. And but then that's where do you draw the line? To how we did stuff on Baroness too, especially with Meredith. Right. Where it was just like anytime I was doing directing any of her physical her big physical bits, like they'd laugh at me. The producers the DPs would laugh at me, but I walk into the room I'd just be like We gotta take I I remember one time going, We have to take this there's like a little shandy there, and we have to take that down or, or raise it up. Like, Why? Mm-hmm. Like, she'll hang from it if it's there. Right. <laughs> right like, right. she will. Yeah. And literally during the take, she looks up at it, <laughs> and I looked over at the producers, and they looked at me like, oh, what are we going to I said, I just went, don't! Don't <laughs> that. It's not, not rigged. It's not for you. And, but she still stayed in the scene, and I was like, I yeah. told you, if it's there. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's that it's idea. And, She's going to go for it. Well, that's just it. And for, 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 it was just like, let's have two cameras going. I'm like, we're only going to do it once, but this is going to be a 10, 15 minute take, mm-hmm. and just let it get out of her system. She'll, right. she'll awesome. do everything. Yeah. yeah. In that one take. Maybe those hotel rooms are called like Meredith rooms now. And then you just like get to play and break and hang off whatever you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meredith rooms. Do we have a... Remake? Yeah, that's oh, what we talk about. I Yeah, I was thinking about it the whole time. Okay, what do you got? Oh, I mean, do you, I don't want to go first. Well, I, before I, we I, go there, oh. I have a question about this remake. Yeah. Why was it set in Prohibition era? Why, why didn't they make it the 60s? Probably because it's just a different tone. Like, I think in the 60s, you're dealing with different things it probably just i don't know if you could make it as fun and, right, and, and right. have that kind of lightheartedness to it mm. um yeah i was and, wondering and, and keep that. it like light maybe is yeah it, is it the one? I, gangsters I we're different yeah you're getting now you're getting into like like harder drugs like back yeah, then it was right. just like oh yeah like mobsters in the prohibition era were fun because it's just it's a li- liquor and like and and you know modern audiences watch they go well that's stupid that was ever illegal but now it's just like right. when you get into like hard drugs, her- like, heroin and other things. It, so if they were remaking, it would be heroin. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, so but even right. like you look at like the Godfather movie, right? Like yeah. The first Godfather. That's the whole thing. Is like um, what Marlon Brando's character. He's like these other. They're they're monsters. They want to bring in these terrible drugs into the city, and that's kind of what he's fighting against with the other families in that first movie. Mm-hmm. Is we don't want to bring this poison into our city. Right. You know, and that's kind of that era, right? The Godfather was made in the 70s, but I think it was about the 60s. Okay. So it's just not, it's hard to make a light comedy about those kind of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I would would think. All right, what do you got? Cast? You you got any ideas? I got a couple. I got got the whole thing. Oh, you got the whole thing. I mean, (laughs) let's hear it. Maybe. Well, wow. All right, let's talk. Let's go through it and let's uh, go. uh, I want to hear. Well, I want to hear you first. Like Betty Davis. I I think that's obvious. Tell me. No, you go first. I would do something a little. I would go like Viola Davis. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I was like Meryl Streep's kind of the obvious choice. No, but I think Viola Davis has that like level way better flip where you see her as like. You know, in the work she's doing right now with um, how to how to get has that right? How to get away with murder? Yeah. And seeing her as this regal, like quality professor, and then also like the disheveled. so you wouldn't cast only all Caucasians. <laughs> <laughs> they had they had two. I would go further. I would go further. Um, but who's the second one? What? Who oh, the there was an extra. There was oh, a, at the very beginning. Fuck. I was like, oh. And then the oh, main, you talk about people of color in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. There was only one really inappropriate, like, that the Japanese uh, houseboy yes, bit. Yes, right. Which is like, you can easily kind of let it go. Especially because I felt like the, the guy that was clearly homosexual and nobody made a thing out of it. 
balance that out. I right. was like, yeah, you did one, you did one, you did one or the other. Right. Yeah, you kind of washed it up. Right. But, right. So um, Viola Davis. So you went, bro- no, no, yours is way Meryl better. Street. Did you have anybody for the Betty Davis character? No, I, I had, did not recast this movie in my mind. Um, I don't have one. That's a great choice. So then, then who do you go for the daughter to match her? Oh, um. I'm trying to I don't know. I was thinking of, well, I was thinking of like Jennifer Lawrence, but um, just because I think she's so quirky, funny, and uh, as Queenie, maybe. Yeah, maybe as Queenie. Yeah. For the daughter, you could go as Zendaya. Yes. She's great. Or, um, what's her name? She, um, Zoe, she's in another Marvel, I mean, they're all in the Marvel movies now, mm-hmm. but she was uh, in the Guardians movies. Um, oh, yeah, right. I'm not going to yes. say her last name. She plays Gamora. Yeah, the green monster. Yeah, so she could be she could be the daughter mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis is brilliant casting. I mean, I'm sold. I, I love mean, it. All right, okay, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, what about um, what about the dude? I I mean, it's it's kind of he's a bit too old for the part now, but uh, Clooney. Oh yeah, oh. sure. What about um? Oh my gosh, I'm gapping on his name. Oh, no. Do an impression. <laughs> He's so smart. He's so funny. He was in... Um, oh, my God. You're going to want to edit how long this pause is going to be. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, it's not Josh or Seth. Josh Brolin? Nope. <laughs> no. Seth Rogen? I'll, no. Different choice. No. Oh. Seth Rogen could be Joy Boy. Yes. Oh. Although I was like, if I was casting someone, I know my Ennis Esmer. Put Ennis Esmer on that part. <laughs> As Joy Boy? Oh, yeah. Ennis Esmer, if you're... He's try- such a good Peter Falk. If you're trying to match Peter Falk, Esmer can get away with it. Because he can do those, like, talking yet screaming yeah. without it seeming like he's yelling. Yeah, he's... I, yes. I, when I think of a new Peter Falk, I always think of Ennis. Ennis I mean, Esmer. I couldn't stop thinking of Tony Napa watching Peter Falk. Really? Yeah, just that... Yeah, yeah, Napa works. Yeah. I can uh, see him I'm for sure right in this movie. This. Yeah. Uh, what about um, um? What about so anybody else? I can else see Napo the as the uh, the big uh, the big boss. Guy. I'm a Clooney, but you look at mo- any like, like most leading men would uh, would work. You want someone that's got a bit of uh, an edge to them um, to make it to make it fun. I thought for uh, the Darcy the the the. The Chicago goon as a John uh, Turturro. Oh yeah. my God! Yes, 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 yes. You know it's gonna be like a Franco playing the Glenn Ford character, though the dude. It's gonna be uh, Franco. Oh, right? James. Yeah, James Franco. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that could work. There's so many great. I mean, you could put somebody like uh, in Joy Boy. You could put like Chris Rock in there too, and have like some. Oh, Chris Rock would be great. Uh, Matt Damon, like a younger Matt Damon, as uh, as the dude. Oh yes. yes. Like if you look at the way when he does comedy, mm-hmm. he could work. Um, oh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell oh, would be God. amazing as the dude. <laughs> um, Jonah thought, Hill. Jonah Hill. Uh, oh. Oh wow. I love Jonah Hill so much. Well, if, we're oh, going, if we're going in that, make direction. him Junior. Yeah. Well, how about Leo? Throw Leo as the dude. Oh, yes. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially after watching him in Don't Look Up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He was great. Yeah. Uh, I, it probably just it was the lookalike thing, but I saw for Queenie, I'm like Emily Blunt. 
Sure. You work. Yeah. You know, I can leave Lent. I mean, I, you, I do. You, that was a real valid like, choice for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think she could do it. I don't think it would be, like, interesting casting. Yeah, you're right. That, like, that's why it's like a look-alike thing. I saw that. I'm like, oh, you look like, a, you look like Emily Blunt. No, oh. I hate that I'm making this choice, but Jennifer Lawrence versus Leo DiCaprio is the two. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence is delightful in comedies. Yeah. Yeah, you give her more to do, and she'd be great as Queenie. Yes, yeah. I think she would find more to do, because I think she's inventive, like, comedically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, there's so many great. Uh, and um, and if you're keeping it as like Spain, I kind of went Javier Bardem for the for the right. the camp. But oh, that's, great! That's often, that's, that feels like an easy choice though too. And you yeah. you would definitely not cast a male in that part. You would because it doesn't need to be a man. No, it, it it could definitely be a countess or a... for sure. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Because um, if you're about... going to be bringing in a boy, it shouldn't be two men, right? Yeah. No. Uh, as the love, as the no, and that's just it. And even like a lot of the choices I'm going, like I'd want you could have more fun, especially because you'd want to like because so many the beauty thing is except for, the exception of like the mother and the daughter, I'm like you can have a lot of fun with like you know just really opening it up to different kinds of actors. Yeah. Uh, and 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 like you said, like instead of like make make make. Maybe uh, instead, maybe maybe it's Melissa McCarthy as Joy Boy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know. Oh yeah, you know? and you so, so it's fun. not just like so all the gangsters right. aren't guys and all totally. Of that. And just lost a job, right? You know? We're not overly worried about it. He's no, no, gonna it's gonna be okay. He's gonna, He's gonna be okay. And and maybe the burlesque club they work at, it's like it's not all women that dance. No, exactly. Right, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. You well, know, now you got my that. brain thinking, too. Like, um, But it's just such a great cast. There's so many options. Yeah. It'd be right? kind of cool if it is a... Uh, if they're queens. If it's... Uh, oh! You know, oh, like a drag... A drag a thing. Drag so that theater. they have to fool them so on so fun. many levels. Like, a little birdcage going on? Yeah, that's right. You gotta make all the, the guys into women that are going... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know why that has to happen, but... There was so much fun. There was like they didn't really go down the My Fair Lady route because no, like literally she went in that room and came out and clearly and all of a sudden she was beautiful. And yeah, charming. I do love. It was fixed yes, like that. I do love the the butler going. I love a Cinderella story. And I'm like, I love how into it he got. Into it. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, I love that he Great was choices. making stuff up. Yeah, so fun. And yeah. then, but then there came a time where like there was a line that was drawn. He's like, I'm getting out of here. And he's like. And then they threatened to break his legs. He's like, oh, I guess I'll well, stay. Yeah. How yeah. interesting the way he put it. Well, point. I, I guess I will stay. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, I was thinking um, Forrest Whitaker for the father. Uh, the uh, Not the mayor. I always call him the mayor, but who's the guy that's playing pool? The count? The pool player. Yeah, well, he was the, he was the count, and his son was whoever. No, the... Uh, he, the judge. The judge. Oh, judge. Yeah. The judge. Oh, Forrest Whitaker is the judge? Yeah. Great cast. Fun, right? <laughs> Like he, there's yeah, there's super super good times. Great casting. All right then. So uh, did you notice done. that we didn't give ourselves parts? Yeah. You would be junior. D- oh. No, no, you would be you'd be um, the Peter Falk character. Well, I'm gonna pull a Glenn Ford here and say <laughs> this isn't gonna get made unless I'm in it. Wait. <laughs> um, and, and then Naomi's but Queenie. I wouldn't want to be Queenie. I want to be like. The, the woman doing sign language that's just yeah. like, <laughs> talking over <laughs> <everyone's> scenes. <laughs> if I had a dream role, 
So, and they yeah, just it was and, great though. They she just, was would you good. shut up? Yeah. <laughs> just stop. You're interrupting <laughs> everyone. Yeah. I'd be going That's a great bit. Like, yeah. I'm off book. That's I'm a great bit book. I've never seen. Like this silent person. Like, can you? Yeah. You're being so rude right now. You're interrupting yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, they they were doing a bit with the guy with no legs too, because this first line he's just like, "Where's your money?" and he says, "Well, a bit short," but he doesn't play it like a joke. Oh my god, that made it so, really funny for me. I didn't even see that yeah, one. I think it's it was so supposed great. to be. It was like the first line in the movie. It was one yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit short. A bit okay. short this week. And she doesn't react to it. I could see you as the dude or Joy Boy. In Thank fact, you. I'd like you to read for both. Oh my god, I yeah. have to prepare all of yeah, that. Yeah, they're sixteen pages each. Oh my god, yeah. I just quit. Do you want it? Yeah. Show me you want it. You have to do the, the, the scene where he's teaching all the other guys. To, oh. And you have to play all the other characters, too. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll be, I'll be your... <laughs> it's my it's one-man one show. show. Yeah. One miracle. Pocket full of miracle. Pocket full. There's only the one. And the reviews would be like, Matt Barab is a, a miracle. Pocket. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, the better. pocket full of miracles. So I do well in the end. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I or like it's it. a lady for a day, and then I just lost the part. Well, oh. What part do you want to play, Naomi? Yeah, I think I I want to play um, Joy Boy. I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna play the, I'm not gonna play the daughter, and I'm not Queenie. It doesn't feel. You know what you would you could do well if you if you tweak the part and have some fun with it, like uh, the butler. Like do yeah, like I'll play the butler. I'd love to. I'd be honored. I, you like, know they have don't you... call a woman a butler. What do they call them? A maid, I think, a or wife? A, a wife. No, but you make it something else. You make it more like a like a concierge or a fixer like kind a of host, person, right? Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. The yeah the hotel concierge. Oh, like or... an event planner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I would love to. Thank you. Right. So you Thank change you. it from that, like they turn into like an event. They hire an event planner for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And if I'm unavailable, okay. Somebody like um, like uh, I don't know, like Margaret Cho. Sure. Right? Come on, oh. if you saw Margaret Cho in that, that role, that I'd be leaning in for that. I can't believe you just recast yourself. I'm not available. <laughs> you know, I would be kind of neat in the film to see the Kent character come in right at the end. The oh, they got to own the penthouse. <gasps> yes! Like, oh, that would have been great. Oh, I'm back from, where was he? Oh, yeah. That's that, that's the Marvel version New, where New you wait around for the end credits at the and the end credits, credits you watch yes. it and the place is trash. It's like, what, what the fuck the happened? Hell? Yes. <laughs> and the yes. butler's there, like, just, like, passed out. And the guy playing accordion is still playing. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh yeah, because they're they're all off seeing them off at the at the pier. That's yeah. right. And like they just had the parties been like the place is just trash with food still around. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and the butler is there and he's like Oh wait, and, and the consul from Spain is there going, Aha! I knew it! Right. Do we remake this? Do we do a Canadian remake? I also just feel like there's like they're gonna find out still at some point. I know. It's gonna Yeah, right. If, eventually the consul decides to keep trying. But oh he, he I don't know what he probably can't after the mayor's in on it, what's he gonna do? Yeah. We're gonna need a barrel full of miracles is the last line. Oh, oh. that's the sequel. Yeah, yeah. Even more than a pocket. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's more. We're gonna need yeah. a sack full. Or two, two pocket fulls of miracles. Two yeah. pockets. Two pockets. And then the barrel's the third one. Because it's a trilogy. Yeah, right. You gotta make trilogies. There now. has to be uh, a trilogy. Does barrel naturally come after pockets? Yes. Okay. <laughs> or a, a purse? A satchel? A satchel, yeah. A satchel full of miracles. A satchel. Yeah, it goes uh, pocket, barrel, um, satchel. Uh, um, vault? Vault, uh, storage container. 
crazy. A storage container of miracles. So we know what, what our next five movies are. <laughs> 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 it keeps saying they get darker as they go on. <laughs> We're going to need more miracles or a bigger what, truck. That's right. yeah, I can't believe I hadn't seen this movie before. So I'm so glad yeah. you, you put this on my radar. Because I love oh. Capra and I was, I'm shocked that I didn't. I, I hadn't gotten around to it, so. Well, I, I, I'm so happy you enjoyed it, you know, it wasn't a stinker. It's not a stinker, it's no. I highly no. recommend it. I can't believe he didn't love it. So before we go, what were some of your other, like, because now I'm like, I want to do a deep dive into Falk too, because I feel like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've only touched the surface of some of his stuff. Okay, so Murder, well, Inc. is the first one. seasons of Columbo. Or oh, C- yeah, first of all, see Columbo. We call it I've C- never seen Columbo. I've seen, like, 13 snippets. seasons. Yeah. Um, we call it Sibo. Sibo. The first one being, um, I think it's called The Psychology of Murder or the, the yeah, something like that. Um, and then, because they're all movies. Right. They made movies. And, and it started off as a play. Anyway, we're going to talk about Columbo. But Peter Falk, I would say Murder, Inc., watch The In-Laws. You've seen The In-Laws. In-Laws is so good. Uh, with we, did the, we did a, an episode of that actually in the podcast. You did? Okay. So, yeah. Um, uh, definitely The Cheap Detective, which ends up, I think, being sequeled by a, mur- uh, a murder of death. It's like, what is it called? Murder to Death or Death to... Murder to Death is a bit redundant. I think that's what it's supposed to be. That's a great down. title, though. It, it, like, those two Neil Simon ones are kind of like old Zucker Brother kind of movies. They're like naked guns. Where yeah. Like, there's a joke, a, a page. Um, well, maybe two. And... Uh, what another good Peter Falk movie? The Cheap Detective. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you watch Woman Under the Influence? And it? I did. Yes, A Woman Under the Influence was really. He's amazing in that. That is a totally different Peter Falk. Yeah. Murder very, by uh, death. Very understated. Right? Murder by death. Mm-hmm. Murder by death. Uh, and have you seen Husbands yet? No, I have it though. Very enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. That's another. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's another Cassavetes. Cassavetes. Yeah. Did you see Too Many Thieves? No. Yeah, Falk's just one of those guys. Like, he's it's impossible not to be interesting to watch him. Yes. Yeah. You know, he he doesn't have a ton of range. You know, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. He does what he does well. But but it's so entertaining to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Uh, and he's just because he doesn't feel like he's acting. He just feels like this is a guy that showed up and is just talking. I think it's his meeting with Capra, and I could be making this up, but. It was, uh, he, he said, I, he wanted to meet him and he said, uh, I'd like to read for you. And he didn't, I don't think Capra knew what that meant. And so, uh, he was like put off by him, by that comment that he was like, you're going to read, I don't need you to, I can read. Yeah. Yeah. I can read. And, and there was something about, uh, uh, a comment he made about uh, I can get an actor with two eyes if I if I want for that. Oh, oh boo! Uh, but but uh, he loved Frank Capra loved him in it as you said. Yeah, uh, they really they really got along. What about Wings of Desire? Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. Bla- uh, the Blake Edwards one we saw. Oh yeah, I so I wonder, I wonder if that race. that wasn't a case of of you know Capra working with all these other heavyweights. And Falk coming in, you know, at the, probably near the beginning of his career, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and being the, just the guy he cast, and Capra's like, this guy's lucky to have the part, and then he comes and steals the movie. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and probably, yeah. also, you know, 
Falk was probably just so happy to be there, where everyone else is just being a giant diva asshole. A hundred percent. So he was like a breath yeah. of fresh air. He's right. probably the guy he hung out with. Yeah, I, I bet you that's true. Um, and I bet you, like, Falk got along with everybody, because he had no stakes in those, in those, you know, like... All that drama. All that drama, yeah. He's um, got to come in and steal a scene every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he does a great... Everyone steals a scene in that movie, though. Yeah. That's what's kind of funny. It's like, I love it because it's, 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 it's kind of a token of, of Capra, too, is it's like, he takes care of his characters and his actors. Like, everyone gets a moment. Even Queen, yes. right? Yeah. Because he, he sets up in two tiny little lines, how come I can't cry? Right? Right. And she has no emotional... And then she's like, I'm crying, I'm and crying. And then she, at the end, she gets to cry. Everybody's got their little journeys. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, even with uh, Peter Falk saying, like, I haven't had a drink for five years. You see that thread throughout it too. Yeah, yeah. and that's well, that's a that's that comes from. Uh, do you know who Ernst Lubitsch is? No. So Ernst Lubitsch is kind of the forerunner of like rom, rom coms, like romantic comedies. Oh, okay. Uh, and so Capra was like a student of his, and the other people that are students of his are like people like Billy Wilder. Oh yeah. And then then you go from there into like Woody Allen and Cameron Crowe and all those guys, right? And so. Have you ever heard, there's a, a phrase in, in, in filmmaking and writing, but it's like, it's called the Lubitsch touch. And have you ever heard that? No. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. It, it refers to Ernst Lubitsch, who was this filmmaker, and he kind of invented the callback joke. Mm. So the idea of no like, kidding. this idea of like, let's, let's seed something here mm-hmm. and it'll just be something. But then when it comes back later, it'll be funny. And then when it comes back again, it'll be funnier just by mentioning it. And it doesn't even need to be like, wow, uh, it doesn't even need to be a line of dialogue. It's just like seeing something again in repetition will make it funnier and will build upon mm-hmm. it. Right? right. So he kind of invented that idea and then others have built upon it. Right. Wow. So the kind of thing where like, I've been doing that in my movies the whole time and never realized, oh, this is a thing someone invented at some point. This no, is feels... doing it naturally now and for some reason. Yeah, because I've been watching all these other people doing uh-huh. it and going, oh, this is this thing and I love it and I'm, I want to do my version of that. But yeah. it's just like, oh, to, like, to track that back and go like, oh, this is where it started. Huh. huh. So if you go back and look at like early Lubitsch movies, and a lot of them are on the Criterion channel if, if you okay. subscribe to that. Okay. Um, and it's just fascinating to watch like the early versions of that because they're great. Especially what was great with this guy was that he's got these movies that these comedies that he made in the '30s that are pre-code. Hmm. Um, so it's before. What does that mean? So um, during the Second World War, the um, oh, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but the like the the code came in that basically made rules about what you could or couldn't show in oh, movies. Oh, okay, right? yeah. So yeah. it was like. Men and women, if they're married, they, they can't, you know, people can't have affairs unless they're bad people. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, you know, women, you can't see someone going to the bathroom, all these other, all these yeah. rules. If you're a gangster, you have to die or something like that. You have to it's have like your comeuppance. Hallmark, you're... Hallmark rules. Yeah. Like, no dogs allowed to die. That's people just it. Yeah. But it was see. like, it Watch was out. the, it was the camera was called, but it was basically, but it was in place for longer than it should have been. Right. Which is right. why, you know, American cinema kind of like took a back pedal to st- like European cinema for a long time mm-hmm. because it was all just like PG. sort of morality yeah it was all morality things right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Japan was very similar during the war too it was all about morals and values and it's right mm-hmm. so if you wanted to, so the trick in like Japan if you wanted to make a film that, was, that had like headier themes is you made it a period piece because you're basically allowed oh. to make modern morality plays or samurai movies hmm. that took place in the past right. so that's why people like Kurosawa are making tons of samurai films because they can hide like, they can even hide, like, comments about the government in them. 
right? right. That the government isn't really paying attention right, to. Right, right. Oh, it's just an old samurai movie. Mm. But, um... I went on a tangent. Where was I? But, uh... So, so Lubitsch, uh, in these early pre-code movies, like, they're dirty and raunchy, and people are having affairs. Mm. And just some of this that was going on, I was like, how was... Like, when you don't think about it, it's like, oh, the code came in and erased that, but there was a time before, it was like, oh, it's like, what Like what would a movie's been during that period if this code hadn't come in and stopped wow. it? Like, it, it'd yeah. be interesting to see how the tone would have shifted and rippled into now, because it's, mm. it's it, they're hilarious, and just watching, like, the history of, like, those callback jokes, and, and mm-hmm. how we've now, like, turned that into just, like, a thing that you, that's just what you, that's just yeah. part of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the original callbacker. Yeah. The Lubitsch touch yeah. is, is the is what it's known. We had as. a story like that when we had a thing on Second City um, called like dimping a joke. Have you ever heard that expression? No. So at Second City, it was if uh, somebody had a joke and then you did something to undercut it, it sort of dimps a joke. Or if you said a joke, telegraphing. Yeah, telegraphing. Like if somebody uh, has a that. joke and you could see it coming, but somebody jumps on and ruins the Ugh. process of the joke being delivered, mm-hmm. we call it dimping that joke. And I have always just thought it was. Like saying, oh, it's a callback. Oh, it's a dimp. Like it was just part of my vocabulary. And then years later, we found we were taught we were working on something with Ron James, and we were like, yeah, we don't want to dip that joke. And he's like, what did you say? And he we just said dimp the joke. And he was like, I invented that. So we didn't even it, it become like Second City lore for us. Mm-hmm. I think it came it was somebody's it came name. Dimp. Yeah, right, right, right. Anyway. <laughs> the person no one liked that always did that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah right. It. Yeah. You'll have to ask him. I came from Peter Dimp. That's yeah. right, that's right. Years from now, you know Peter? Like, don't yeah. pull a barum, and that'll mean like a whole other thing. Yeah. What would that mean to you? No, well, you, you brought it up. Make it funnier. Oh, okay. You just made it funny. You barumed it. That's nice. Isn't that a good thing? Why would you tell someone not to do that? No, I would say, you, good job. You barumed it. Can you barum this scene? Yeah, can you <laughs> give it a little barum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't sneak us it. No, God, oh, do yeah. not sneak us it. Oh, for God. More God's barum, sake. less sneak us. Someone, sneak us someone dies if you sneak <laughs> Someone could die. A sneak as it would be like... The, the scene in particular. Like pulling yeah. <laughs> sounds instead of words would be a sneak Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like... Oh, you sneak as it. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, final thoughts on Apocryphal um, Miracles. I think it was exactly right. They did a great job. It was actually a bunch of things in a container that was nice. <laughs> so really just words you put together pocket full of miracles it's a bunch of things in a thing that yeah. you that's make. similar to the way you described the movie based on the title when we <laughs> first talked about it <laughs> okay um what did you uh, say yeah, this is your second viewing so oh yeah. So, yeah right I saw a lot of stuff that I didn't see what was something that you didn't one? see that you were like I, I missed that part you know when the guy uh leaves the the, the little uh I guess they, they have a suite and he's like not going to be their agent, not going to find them hoods and bodyguards. Yeah. And, uh, he takes his hat because oh, he yeah. throws something at the, the slot machine. Yeah. I don't know where coins come out yeah, and yeah, puts yeah. Them in his hat and then he puts it on his head to sneak them out. But then I didn't know that he was called back and it was like yelled at him. And Falk, then, yeah. 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 Falk yells at him and he pulls his hat hey. up and the coins go flying. Uh, just little bits like that, that, that Capra let happen uh, looked like it looked like then he fooled us but it fooled me because it looked like such a joyous set yes um, and it just looked like so much fun Play. to make yeah um, can you imagine resetting after that hat bit getting all those coins back in 
Yeah, and yet they probably did. Or, yeah. yeah. And... But you gotta think... Yeah, I mean, back then like, they weren't making as many movies, right? Mm-hmm. And as a Capra, right. like, Capra was the king at this point, right? This is his last movie, so it was like, he'd mm-hmm. have the money, he'd have the schedule. Yeah. You know, he'd have time to do those kind of things. Yeah. I could see this being our, like, yearly Christmas movie. It's a great Christmas movie. Like, it sort of is the thing that you... And, like, it's got so many funny bits that, as you have seen, you've seen new bits every time. Like, it might be a fun thing yeah. to be, like... This is one I think I might share with my kids this this at some point yeah. my wife they, my wife would love this movie yeah because it's just like everything she wants like just something mm-hmm. she wants a big happy ending uh-huh. and at the end my, my son would be the first one to be like you know she's going back to the streets at the end right my wife would be like don't say that <laughs> like my son would pick up the darkness I did think right that she away. wasn't going to I did think that there was going to be some sort of clause in the nuptials where she got some money and, and then she yeah. But off nope, you go. Off back. Give me back that tiara. Off you go, Apple Annie. Well, wait a minute. Are are they? Is she gonna be with Judge for? A, like, are they gonna? No, get they were not. There was. They were not romantically involved. It's hard to say. No, there was no chemistry. He was very smitten by her. Yeah, but she was like, you know what? I got. Uh, I got my old friend Jin that I have to go. Oh back God. To. She'll always. That'll be her best friend. I mean, come on. This is like. Well, maybe he was trying to show the reality of where America was at the time. I mean, they were just bouncing back from the Depression. Yeah. But she, there was never a moment of the judge looking at her and being like, oh, maybe we'll be together after this. Maybe we'll find an alley to stoop in. You yeah. know, and they'll be like, Jesus, she has a home. That's my pocket phone. That's a hunting cabin. She has a hunting cabin. <laughs> but there was never, you know, those like films that at the end, everybody's getting married or everybody's going off in yeah. partners. There wasn't that feeling. Hmm. They're like yeah. waving. He faints. She's like, "Oh yeah, guy steps, guy steps on her." The judge to wave. He, and oh, you thought he died for a moment. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I thought he was dead. It's wild. Because I thought that he there. I didn't understand the money situation, so I thought that he had somehow swindled the money to uh, have it himself, and then when he died, she would get it. Honest anyway, talk. Honest talk. Please. How many times did you fall asleep during that? Forty-five. Just a few little micro sleeps. Just a little nap right in the middle. So you may have missed a few parts of his journey. I did miss that he was called the judge, not the mayor. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Question. Do you think as part of the dude's, like, because we don't see that scene where he, like, appeals to everyone. Dude. Yeah. Do you think he rats out Darcy in the tr- in the moving truck? Oh. Like, he told Darcy to go to the pier. Like, do you think, think, yeah, he may, he oh. may hand over Darcy... Because why would they come? That's a good question. Well, I'm sorry. I've just congratulated myself on my question. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, why would they come? It's A, because he turns in... in he's like, he's going to be there. He'll be there. I can point you to the truck. That's the truck. Take him away. He's got... They've got weapons there. You've got him. And there's this great story. I think it's the story. It tells them the story. Uh, of of Apollani, and this is why we did it. And the mobsters are like, you know what? I'm not gonna be a mobster anymore. Here's how. Here's so. This is my last note on the remake. You do the you structure the movie around the dude's voiceover and telling the story to the mm. audience, right? Mm-hmm. But what we realize is when we get to that scene, is he's been telling it to them the whole time. Oh yes, sort of. Oh, uh, yeah, like story a within a story kind of thing. But you know what? That that's I love that. That's a great idea. It is really fun. So the whole thing is in reverse, 
him already telling the governor the story of Apple. Oh, you start there, yeah. Yeah, well, no, I'm just saying, like, we, we find out that that's where he is, as you just said. Okay, right, right, right. Uh, but I like, uh, that I was shocked by Peter Falk giving that little narration. And then you don't hear it again. Oh, yeah, you never hear it you again. You never hear it again. <laughs> it was a real... I forgot about that. And you didn't hear it at the beginning. Because he could have very well have said, this is Annie. It was really just a bridge the time gap. And it did a great job of it. And I loved his voice. I could have used more of that. Yeah. yeah. And they could have gotten rid of like an hour of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if they brought in the narration. But think more. about the bits you would lose, Maddie. <laughs> I also have to say that it was great to see a story about an older woman. Yeah. yeah. Which is not typical ever. Right. Not just in that time, in that era. And she's very, like, raw. Like, there's no makeup. It's just her, well, maybe with aged makeup. Yeah. She had, like, some sort of makeup to make her look yeah, like yeah, she lived on the course, street. But, yeah. but well, they, no, gave her but liver, they gave her liver spots that magically disappeared when she yes. stopped drinking. Right. Yes, right. That's how easy it is. Oh, no, is. but they were sandblasting. That's why everybody was so exhausted. Fair enough. We didn't oh. see what happened in that room. Yeah, who knows? There was a plastic <laughs> surgeon. There was... Oh my god, the things they had to do to make over Betty Davis. But there's like no, there's no discussion about like, well, I'm a certain age. There was not. No. It was just like this is what it is. They could have, like, unfortunately, a lot of old bag. Sure, that old bag. There hikes. was those reactions of the people in the hotel when they're like, "Excuse me," and they're like, "Oh, oh, like how awful she looked," as if it was yeah. a monstrous. A lot look. of classism. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was uh, lots of. Class. But then once she was beautiful, it was fine. Yes, everything's that's right. fine. That's true. Yeah, you're no, one of us the, now. If you did remake it, it, like Hollywood might be like, yeah, it should go to Jennifer Lawrence because it's like, in Jennifer Lawrence would be like the homeless person that would become the most beautiful person, as opposed to actually giving it the age that Betty Davis was. Yeah, which I love. I think the, these days you you'd have a hard time with the mayor, the governor, and all of these dignitaries coming in, knowing that they're talking to a street person who's had to look like high society in order to get through this day, and then not talking about there's a real homeless problem yeah. in the city. and there's mental illness We should stake, do something right? to clean it up yes. in the car ride home. Like, right. Instead, they're like, I feel really good about myself. And just tell everybody you, you know were a drunkard. That's more honest. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really good about myself. Not like, uh, well, maybe there is something we should do about this problem. Oh. Jeremy, we've had a great time. This was lovely. Yeah. The couch was comfortable. The popcorn was popcorn-y. Yeah, I popped it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks I, for coming. It was really delightful. Yeah. Um, you know what? You are a uh, pocket full of miracles. Oh, good job. Fuck you, go home. Oh. <laughs> Get out of my house. Let's all thanks for joining us for A Pocket Full of Miracles. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at Lon Jeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.